unfortunate sabbaticals yeah. of the podcast. Of like Welcome to DCAF, Beacon Center's weekly podcast. Taylor here, and I'm joined by Justin this week, which means that he's going to be nice to me. I hope. Well, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I kicked Mark off because I've got like two big things I want to rant about. We have a lot this of is my venue. things to say. This yeah, is true. so this is like a counseling session. <laughs> <as opposed laughs> Do to I need a, a couch? Like therapy? Yeah, we're going to have a timer too. Okay, so since the boss man is angry, let's get started. Um, so the first thing we wanted to talk about is Justin got really mad last week because of something that the Braves did. Rather something I guess well, they the Cardinals did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Justin, let's hear it. So I've been a Braves fan all my life. Yeah. And yeah, that's right. And the tomahawk chop has been a thing, especially in the postseason. And they've given out the foam tomahawks every postseason. Yes. Until one Cardinals player complains that he's like, offended by it. And that's why we lost 13 to 1 in game five of the NLDS. Honestly, he needs to get over it. Okay, this is part of playing the game. You're offended by the tomahawk chop? Like, well, is this a joke? This notion that mascots and actions like the tomahawk chop are meant to be offensive is preposterous. You make a mascot to lift it up and to like Seriously? applaud it, and it's a good thing. I have been wearing, I mean, I grew up in Anniston, an hour away from Atlanta. We were always huge Braves fans. I had little baby onesies with the Braves that is tomahawk awesome. on. Like that's been around forever and ever, and we're only just now getting choosing one guy. I, only one guy. That is so frustrating. So when Justin first got mad about this, he was blowing up my phone during the game because he was so upset. And then my favorite thing was he came up with alternate team names for trigger culture. Right. So if we're gonna get triggered over things, we're gonna help you guys out. To those of you out there who get very upset, um, Justin, what are we gonna start calling some of these offensive teams? Well, let's think about a few. You know, the New York Yankees. <laughs> is offensive. They're the offensive anyway, trigger, but... Hey, trigger warning for everyone listening, first of all, before you start that's saying true. actual names. Trigger warning. Okay, that's so true. the New York Yankees, what are they going to be called now? They need to be like the New York people north of the Mason-Dixon line. Right. Because you can't say Yankees. So much better, and I'm my blood pressure has gone down significantly. Since In fact, my blood pressure went up <laughs> higher when I found out about the Tomahawk Chop ban than it did when the Braves lost 10 runs in the first inning That of, tells you Justin is not part of trigger culture, which is that's great, because right. I wouldn't work for someone. I'm like, anti-trigger i trigger people yes that's why i gave everyone a warning before we started talking okay my favorite was notre dame what was notre dame so you can't be the fighting irish that's offensive to the irish so So the notre dame conscious subjector irish okay makes sense good one irish people out there if you feel that let us know what Um, else do we oh the seattle seahawks oh yeah no more of that that sounds what are we war hawks here like that sounds so violent maybe the peace birds the peace birds that sounds Way better. Peace and love to everyone out there. I mean, the Braves aren't brave anymore. Well, the Braves are everything but brave for kowtowing to one St. Louis Cardinal of all teams, too. The worst. Like, the the Cardinals and the Yankees are the two worst teams in baseball. So, my Atlanta Braves are now the Atlanta Cowards for the rest of eternity. Hey, if you guys want shirts, let us know. Well, what can be the... Well, we can't use a tomahawk, so we need to think of like a, a, a peace... What yeah, it, it'll have the, to be a, a olive branch. hiding behind a peace sign. Though, That's true. Because cowards. We're that's afraid right. of everything. We can't, we can't do anything. It's disgusting. It. Well, that's how we feel about that. And Perfect we timing. And we got because we could go on forever and ever. Okay. I miss the traditional bell now that we well, don't Mark actually have it. it up, well, so, that's true. You know. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, so the next thing I want to talk about, I am pumped about this. There's going to be a presidential debate at Belmont, and I have finally got a chance to protest. I don't know what I'm going to protest, but we don't even know who's going to be in it. We don't even is it what year is this? It. Yeah, it's going to be next year, I think. Oh, so it is 20, so 2020. Soon, cool. But I mean, like, I cannot wait to protest. So it'll be Trump versus, I mean, one of the 42. Biden, Warren. Yeah you know, any one of them. Here's the thing though. I have been wanting to protest something for a very long time. And you do seem like that type. I really am. And that's a millennial it's thing. It's a millennial too. thing. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to protest. My favorite thing in the entire world was when, um, Trump was going to announce Gorsuch to be his nominee for the Supreme Court. And there were people waiting outside the Supreme Court with fill in the blank protest signs. Right. They didn't know who they were going <laughs> to protest, but they knew that they were going to protest. And honestly, I hate it so much that I love it. And I just for one night want to be part of that culture just to really get the rush of it all. You know, this like gas station signs where you slide in like the letters. Yes, that's what you should, instead of a poster, you should get one of those and that's that way you can slide in get. your, you know, whatever you're protesting I about. And like if you run out of like S's, you can use a five, you know, they be perfect. Mm -hmm. It'll be just exactly like millennials can read it. That's right. I, the whole thing is I differ so much from the rest of my generation that anything that I would be protesting is probably what people would be out there in support of. And so I'm really worried that I'm going to get stabbed. Um, like Antifa's gonna True. come for me. That's possible. So, like, what should I do? Hmm. Kevlar vest, risk it, or like stay home. I think you just roll with it. Like, if that's the way you were meant to go, that's the way you're meant to go. What a story to tell. That's right. <laughs> Headline: Beacon employee <laughs> run over by angry mob at, <laughs> at the 2020 <laughs> presidential, presidential debate. debate. Protesting outside. Protesting like is, tofu or something. Yeah, like who knows what you're gonna? Gosh, can you imagine? Um, what I thought was really interesting from the debate this week: the Democrats had a primary debate this week, and people were ticked off that they didn't talk about climate change didn't they just have like they a whole debate dedicated to that town hall on climate change and up until last night up until this week's debate i read an article on reason that they had not talked about um the budget at all in a single debate of course not because it, it's pointless to them i mean they're going to spend as much money as they possibly can mm -hmm. giving us free stuff like oprah i mean the platform that they are running on the oprah platform they you are. get a free whatever you get a free whatever yeah. And gosh, it's so frustrating. I was listening to a podcast about it this morning and they were talking about how um, it, they literally played a, a montage of clips of candidates talking about how bad rich people are. Well, wow. and I'm like, if if we're going to be punished for being rich in this country, then who's going to try to get up and work? I mean, kind of the whole point of it is where are they going to get all of their money to give us the rest of us free stuff? Exactly. Wealth tax. They is don't not think about work. these things. It's not going to work and no one will admit it. But I say it won't work. I mean, you'll admit it. Like right. The reasonable, readily the reasonable admit of it. us will definitely admit that that won't work. Um, so speaking of things that we're outraged about, let's talk LeBron James. Oh. Okay. The entirety of my life of knowing about basketball, I have thought that he was an arrogant guy. And every single time I say he's arrogant, people say, oh, he can be because he's the best. He's justified in his arrogance because he's the best. Well, I feel really vindicated now <laughs> that I've been saying he's the worst for so long. I, well, and the the thing, I mean, it's not only that he's arrogant, but he's an idiot for this. Because <laughs> think about it. If he had a week or so to see how all this China stuff played out. So even if you're not offended by how China treats its people. Which you should be. Which you should be. 
you had a week to realize that this is the wrong side of the issue to come down on. And where has he been for a week? Like, I'm out of touch. I don't, like, know about things until, like, months after they happen. Right, I have left Twitter. So if it was me going, oh, by the way, did you see all this China stuff with the NBA? People would be like, oh, yeah, that's Justin, typical, you know, a week late. But for him to just now decide to weigh in is preposterous. It's insane. You know, I, going back to me thinking he's arrogant for a very long time, whenever I get that, and people say it's his brand. You know, his brand is just kind of strut into a room and, like, flex his muscles and take his talents to South Beach or whatever he said. But if someone's brand is arrogant, commie, sympathizer, like, I'm not buying that. Well, I don't see him rushing to China to play for their version of the exactly. NBA. Exactly. Well, and his tweet that said, um, me and my teammates, this was just so ridiculous, had a really difficult week. I'm like, oh, so sad, you, you poor little Lakers. Yeah, poor little rich boys. Yeah. How about you go tell these Hong Kong protesters that you've had a really difficult week? I think they should. Imagine their lives. Yep. Imagine how difficult their weeks have been for the last few months since since all of this got started. I mean, moron. It's such a moron and just so out of touch. You know, I think he tries to take these stances on politics like he's so in touch and, you know, he's speaking out against Trump because that's what he does and all these things. But he And he said that the Rockets guy, what was his name? He said that he was the owner, uninformed yeah. and out of touch. Okay, pot meat kettle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you can't call someone uninformed when you're the one. On the wrong side of the issue, <laughs> weighing in a week late after yes. it has become a total cluster for the NBA and with their biggest PR nightmare potentially ever, and yet he still waits a week and then weighs in on the wrong side of it. Just like doubling down. I feel like he's just doubling down on this message that just didn't work. I mean, a USA Today commentator called it the most shameful point of his career. That's awesome. That is embarrassing for him. Good for him. Good for that dude. His brand has become just overnight communist sympathizer. I mean, what did the Chinese president say? People who who rioted their bones would be ground to dust or something. That's the side of this issue. That's where he he wants to be on that side of history. Let him. That's embarrassing. Okay, I could keep talking forever. But (laughs) now it's just... That's my time to rant. We're doing a good job, like, switching back and forth. Um, So Justin is very upset because he just got a new car, which is not the reason he's upset, but the reason he's upset is he got this new car. Now he can finally listen to podcasts, and his favorite podcasts have gone on sabbatical. (laughs) And it's just, like, such a first-world problem. Well, it's a first-world problem. Again, going back to me being late to the party for everything, I had my trusted Xterra for 11 years. I couldn't even charge my phone in my car, much less like if I wanted to listen to a podcast, I'd have to put my phone in the cup holder so so that it would echo loud enough to hear it. But now I can like listen to it through Bluetooth. This amazing technology that's that's almost obsolete. That's right. So I get that. Not really new. It's 2015 car, but new to me. Mm -hmm. And I am now in the 21st century. And so my wife had been telling me about these podcasts that I should listen to. And I start getting into them every day coming to work. Every little thing. Great podcast. If you've never heard it, you'll learn things like where did pants originate? What does the TSA do with all of those things they seize Mm, from you? Really cool stuff. And then another one, what was oh, uh, Overheard at Nat Geo, a really that. good podcast, yes. great history podcast. But like three weeks into getting my new car and going to work every day listening to podcasts, they're just not on anymore. And then I look the next day and it's not there. And I look the next day and it's not there. And I asked my wife, like, where are the, where did the podcasts go? She's like, well, they <laughs> take, Justin does not I heard they were like, where did they go? <laughs> yeah, they were like taking a break. Overheard at Nat Geo. I was taking a sabbatical between season one and season two. First of all, 
a season doesn't last six weeks. This isn't no. Game of Thrones, no. people. No. And also, why do you need to take a month off between quote unquote seasons to do a podcast when I didn't prepare a single moment for this other than knowing that I needed to rant about some things? <laughs> I just came into the room and started ranting. And I know that you and Mark put some time into it and you but think in advance. Tip, it doesn't take that much. It's not like you need to take a vacation after six weeks of doing a podcast. Well, if making a podcast is your full-time job, then like who gets to take a sabbatical from their yeah, full-time job? Exactly. Like, for six weeks or whatever, like several weeks and just like, just do your job. Just do your job. Yeah. I, um, unrelated, but kind of related when Blink-182 went on their indefinite hiatus, that was like a trigger kind of warning for me. And now every single time they go on tour, I like go to the tours because I never know when they're going to yeah. go on hiatus again. We get like PTSD from this stuff. It's the same way, like, <laughs> so yeah. Triggered. You're going to be so triggered from this from here on out. Well, they're finally back on, so we'll see for how long. Okay, but have you gotten into Crime Junkie? No, I just... Are you, are you a true crime guy? Probably no, not. Kara is, and yeah. it kind of annoys me. Oh, like I just just so much. <laughs> I hit a nerve. I've learned very recently that I do a lot of things that his wife does that annoy him, and so I think I just need. Like, I just need to get together. Yeah, I just get together. Just get together and just get it all. Don't drag me into the middle of it and leave you completely out of. Leave it. me back in 1995. Yeah, seriously. So all you podcast makers out there, you've got someone. You're on his list, and his list is not a good place. Quit being lazy. Quit being lazy. And LeBron James. Quit talking, generally speaking. <laughs> and braves be brave. And what else can we say? No, cowards be brave. Cowards yeah. be brave. And I don't have. Oh, to send us your. You but, should. Oh yeah, we want to know um, about team names that you think should be changed. Yep. Any any team name that is not politically correct. What's your PC team name? We want to know what you would rename them because obviously everybody's got to get into 2019. It's outrage culture time, people. Let's do it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs> 